All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. And I'm so thrilled that you're here today. We're talking about investment banking. That's what we're doing here on this show, looking at all of the technical and non-technical aspects of the recruiting process so that you're best prepared when you head into your interviews. And that's what we're getting into. And we've been talking about enterprise and equity value. Last episode, we talked about the formula for enterprise value, and I hope you got a lot of value out of that episode. And now we're going to talk about a concept called dilution. Specifically, what are diluted shares? What do we mean when we say diluted? Well, I think a good metaphor for this is I think of a can of Coca-Cola, and it could be Coca-Cola, it could be whatever your favorite beverage is. Just so refreshing, right? You open that top, you pour it into a glass, and it looks so good. And you're thirsty, so you want to drink it, but it's not quite cold enough. So you decide, hey, I'm going to put some ice cubes in this soda. And over time, what happens? The ice cubes begin to melt, and then the taste of your Coke has been diluted. (laughs) So that's basically a metaphor for what's going on here. You've got something and you added to it and it changed the flavor. That's exactly what's happening when we talk about diluted shares of a company. Now, the basic, quote unquote, basic shares outstanding of a company are all of the shares that have already been issued and that exist. So if a company issues 100 million shares and it goes public and that's it, well, those are the only shares that are there. But the thing is, there are other types of securities out there, securities that we call dilutive securities. These are things like convertible stock, warrants, etc. And my intention today is not to get into the specifics of all of those different types of securities, but just know that they essentially create shares and dilute the current owners. So for example, if a company issues you stock, as an employee, it usually doesn't give you the stock outright, but it has some kind of incentive structure, right? Like you have to stay with the company a certain number of years, and then through vesting, you get the stock. But specifically, it's usually issued in the form of stock options, which means that you have the option, but not the obligation, to buy your company stock at a later date for a specific price. And this specific price is called the exercise price or also referred to as the strike price. And if you buy your company stock at a later date for that price, the great thing is if the stock price at the time is higher than your exercise price, you're considered what's known as in the money because you can immediately sell your stock as soon as you buy it at that higher price and then you have a profit. So if you have stock options for, say, a $3 exercise price, and you wait a couple of years, and now you're able to exercise that option, well, if the stock went up to $10 per share, you could exercise your option, buy the shares at $3 a piece, and then immediately sell at $10 a piece, profiting $7 per share. And this can be a huge form of compensation if you're an employee, depending on where you're at in the business and the nature of the business itself. If you look at SEC filings for corporate executives, they do this all the time. This is just what they do as a way of making additional money on top of their salary that the company pays them. So that's basically what a stock option 
is. And you might be wondering, well, Alex, this is all great information, but how does this apply to investment banking? Well, it applies to this concept of diluted shares. If a company has 100 million common shares outstanding, we would call this the basic shares outstanding. But what if they issued a million shares and stock options to their employees? Well, we would need to account for that fact that those options could be redeemed at any moment. And we'll look at a specific example here in the next episode of how to actually calculate this. And it's something called the treasury stock method. But I just wanted to introduce the concept of diluted shares here for you if you're not familiar already. And now we're going to talk about an actual calculation. I'll see you on the next episode. This is Alex Mason with Investment Banking Insights. Have a great day.